Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story isn't so much about the murder that 56-year-old Sheila Keen Warren is accused of. It's both of the police work and the way that she went about allegedly committing the crime that left police searching for the killer for nearly two decades. She was arrested in 2017 and brought back to Palm Beach County, Florida from Virginia. And now as she gets ready to go to trial, she faces the death penalty if convicted for the murder that she said to have committed back in 1990 woman is accused of shooting the then-wife of her now-husband in the face, doing so while dressed as a clown delivering flowers and balloons. <laughs> you know, Cliff, he has yeah. to know that's oh, what does. happened. He totally does. Yeah. Yes. And that would be some uncomfortable sleeping in that house. <laughs> well, if you can do it, you know, if you, you can, can do kill it once. Some, yeah, well, if you can kill somebody yeah. once. <laughs> well, welcome, one and all, to the Morning Road Show. This yeah. is the radio program, Cliff, as I think about it. It, it began mm. many years ago with a small technical difficulty, and it grew from there. And I'm kind of <laughs> proud of that part. Yeah. It hasn't grown much feel like I just survived an autopsy. Well, Cliff, what's happening at 7 o'clock this morning? How do you do that? I don't know, but it's a bad feeling. Wow. Mercy. Everything is Everything I touch today is dropping, falling, and then when I bend over, it hurts to get it. I don't know what's going on here. No. That should be the wow. name of a song. It hurts to get it. Yes, it hurts to get it. Strange, strange, Cliff. It's like the summer that never happened. 2020 yeah. i mean there's nothing going on no <laughs> it's like a ghost town that we're we're all here we're all living and going about our lot but it's a ghost town i picture it as like <laughs> one of those western old westerns you know you walk into yeah. town and there's no one around and you're like what's going on here i just it's weird <laughs> the answer is nothing nothing is going on here <laughs> we'd in some ways the country of canada is like the u.s in that we both have a free press and also a military who sometimes likes to keep things secret, even if those things are not classified. Now, both of those concepts play out in a much more difficult manner than just the few words that make them up, with journalists having the responsibility of determining who's a credible source in a story and who isn't, and sometimes the military wanting to keep things secret just to avoid embarrassment. And when they both come into play together, you have something called unnamed sources. Like, say, whoever it was in the Canadian Air Force that told the Ottawa citizen details about a helicopter crash. Now, whatever happened may have been particularly embarrassing for the Canadian government, but that didn't stop the unnamed source inside the, inside the military from telling the newspaper. Now, as you might expect, when the paper hit the streets, the superior officers in the Canadian military were furious over the leak, and then they sent a memo around to all personnel saying the matter would be investigated, and the person with the big mouth court-martialed for the offense. And then... Someone in the Air Force leaked that memo to the newspaper as well. <laughs> well, Cliff, a lot of surveys you see, you can't hardly believe the results and what people yeah. have said, but I am 100% behind this one right here. Okay. I saw it this morning. Over 80% of all Americans have used music 
to help them cope with the stress of this virus mess going on throughout our country? Well, I would say music is something that uh, you use to cope with a lot of stresses. So it would seem natural that it would happen with all of this business going on that we're talking about now. Yeah, and that's a nice number, over 80%. Yeah. And I would like to be included in that group too, Cliff. If Really? Well, if music, mu- huh? Yeah, well, if music is some kind of cold word for vodka, count me in on that. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> music is not a code word for it's vodka. It's not. Oh, okay. All right. I think I belong in this category. Oh, really? It says that uh, if um, you play hard to get, yeah. it really does work for you. <laughs> so you've been you've been going about it wrong all your entire life. That's right. Exactly right. <laughs> it says here, Cliff, if you play hard to get, it yeah. makes you seem as if you're more in demand than other people are. Okay. Now, there is a fine line there. You can go overboard oh, sure. and play I'm, too I'm hard sure. to get. Oh, I'm sure there is. So they said the sweet zone here, the right approach, Cliff, yeah. is to be semi-hard to get. Now, I don't know what that means, but they say if you're a little bit approachable, but don't reveal too much about yourself too soon. As opposed to being a desperate, panting hound dog. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, eventually, though, Cliff, eventually, even though you're hard to get, you've got to open up a little bit. Uh Because if you don't, the other person's going to go, well, I'm going to stop trying this little game here. (laughs) So, see, there's a fine line there, Cliff, and... You just got to find your own little way there. I liked your panting, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, Cliff, if you, um, if you buy this story at all. Okay. The new study's out that says mm-hmm. fish can actually recognize you when you're fishing for them. <laughs> now, do you believe that at all? I mean, they like know person A from person B. Correct. Yes. I'm not a fisherman by no means, so I can't really dabble on that, but I just can't believe that some fish can randomly remember you trying to catch them. I I would be hard-pressed to believe that they they have the memory capacity to to keep track of faces. You know what I'm saying? Exactly right. Now, I will say that because I have an aquarium with fish in it, I know that the fish react to humans because... If you and they and they can see quite well. If I'm sitting in my chair, and and I stand up, they can see that I have stood, and they think they're going to get fed, <laughs> and they go to the top of the tank and like feed me, feed me, feed me. And it's not that they're hungry; it's just a program response. They see a human, they think food is coming, so they clearly can recognize humans and correlate that to you know what's about to happen. But I don't think they know the difference between you know me and my stepson, that kind of thing. So So. you don't think your fish at home in your aquarium recognize you as Cliff Ingram, news director at Country (laughs) 98.1? I don't believe they do. And you don't think that at all? No. Okay, well, I just wondered. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, Cliff, I I don't like the taste of fish, and even if I love the taste of fish, I couldn't eat the ones that uh, they serve. I think they're called fillets, the ones that have eyes still with them. (laughs) <laughs> no, isn't that a fillet? a fillet no which one has the eyes um Fiddlers? Oh, darn. it's a is it a soul i, I don't, don't know. know i've seen people yeah, eat them and the eyes are looking back at them while they're digging <laughs> in could, to the dead corpse <laughs> and i can't eat anything that's looking at me you know what i'm saying i just can't do yeah, that it's just right. it's awkward i'm just gonna say that it's like if you can remember 
you know, people. <laughs> and there he is looking at you. Yeah. They're still looking at you. Yes. Don't you feel guilty now? Yeah. <laughs> yes, creepy. <laughs> I mean, this story isn't so much about the Philadelphia police officer or the crime he's now charged with. It's about what's happened since, more or less. The district attorney there has charged the officer with two felony counts of aggravated assault, possession of an instrument of crime, and reckless endangerment after he was caught on camera beating a Temple University student during a protest last week. The officer's name, Joseph Bologna. As you might expect, when a big city police officer finds himself in such a situation, they will typically seek the protection from the policeman's union. And among the ways, local FOP president John McNesby has decided to, uh, well, help out in the defense of the officer. Let's just go ahead and call him Joey Bologna. <clears throat> He's going to sell T-shirts that say across the front, Bologna Strong. Prosecutors, though, say they plan to get to the meat of the matter, but his superior officers say he's always been able to cut the mustard. Cliff, Cliff. <laughs> Joey Baloney. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking about my Lazy Boy recliner adventure I'm going to have this afternoon, Cliff. A, a Lazy Boy adventure. Yes, a Lazy Boy adventure. <laughs> I'm thinking of Ritz crackers with cream, cream cheese, and I still have two of those Dove Easter bunnies left over made out of solid chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about doing that whenever I get home. Sometimes e- You mean after. eating that? Oh, yes. That'll be my... Uh, from from your lazy boy. Yes. And usually so, by that so, time, it knocks me out. Yeah, and, so you're going to take a nap. And that's where the adventure starts. And that's all I'm going to do <laughs> the entire day. Your adventure is eating junk food and taking a nap. What do you think of that, Cliff? That could be a podcast right there. <laughs> Me and my lazy boy cha- chair. Yeah. <laughs> and it was called what again? The Indiana Weed. <laughs> Somehow I think you'll be attracting an entirely different audience than what you, you're expecting to attract. <laughs> well, Having a podcast called Indiana Weed. Yeah, that, yeah, I hadn't <laughs> thought of that all the way through. I like the enthusiasm in that, though, Cliff. Yes, the en- yes. The enthusiasm was really, there. There was really no more adventure than, uh, you know, that... That movie series, the Indiana Jones thing with Harrison Ford. Yes. <laughs> How unusual, Cliff, at 840 this morning. What's unusual? Well, we don't have to beg for a contestant. We have one on the line right now. Already? Already. Are oh, you ready? Is, I'm ready. Let's do it. Here we go. Hi, who's this? Hello, sirs. This is Walter Wright reporting. Hey, it oh, is Walter, Walter, the Fabio of <laughs> Lawrenceville, Illinois. No, West Salem. West Salem. Last, oh, last time it was, what was it, Vincent? You thought I lived in Vincent last time, I think? Yes, yeah, well, right. we've got you everywhere. West Salem, the Fab- Fabio of West Salem. It's Walter Wright. Walter, <laughs> we're going to give you this statement, and you're going to tell us whether it's true or if I just made it up, Okay. All right. And I know you're going to get this right because you do a lot of driving in your work, don't you, Walter? No. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, here's your statement. The average person, Walter, will run over an animal in their car 17 times in their lifetime. Now, is that true or did I just make that up? Oh, I'd say way more than that. I think I'm up to about 47. I know I got six years. (laughs) (laughs) So you think people run over more than 17? Oh, yeah. yeah. Way more than 17. So then that means the statement is false. Oh, shoot. I'm going to screw this one. Yes. You it's think false. it's false? 
if I read it wrong, <laughs> right, wrong, yeah, play the bad song, just, uh, I gotta go. We're going to, see you, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Well, he said to let him go, so I did, Cliff. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> oh, Cliff, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Kind of soothing there, isn't it? (laughs) You know, Cliff, Walter just gave me an idea. What's that? Well, you know, he said he was just going to turn his radio off so he wouldn't get punished. And it's it's sad that we can't come up with, like, I don't know, a $50 bill that you would be playing for. Okay. You know, a crisp grant. And if you lose... Mm-hmm. Not only will you punish us having to listen to it, yeah, you'll be punished because you don't get the fifty dollar bill. Would that not be mm-hmm. awesome? I mean, it does kind of up the ante just a bit by about fifty dollars. Yes. <laughs> if only there was some way we could put our hands on a fifty dollar bill. Well, you've got one in there at the Sweatpants Lounge, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but you can't have it. <laughs> oh, well, all right. I think that would be awesome. Like fifty bucks, twenty five bucks. I mean, make it hurt. It's certainly, yeah, it's, yeah. Make it hurt. There you go. <laughs> That's the example. That's what I was looking for. And I don't know if, how you can classify yourself as a relationship expert. I don't know if there's anybody that's actually <laughs> the expert there when it comes to that. Well, but the story the, says it's you we're talking about. Well, the story I read, Cliff, from this expert yeah. says the pandemic yeah. is making dating very difficult. Okay, and. I could kind of see that. You know, the old first base, second base thing. You know, yeah. when you're yeah. in grade school and stuff. Mm-hmm. This would be a tough one for guys, especially because, you know, first base now would be like if you could get her within six feet of you. <laughs> and I think the, uh, you know, the second base would have to be, and then yeah. guys, she took her face mask off. And they're like, oh, no, you're lying. You're, oh, no, no, no way. Well, Cliff, I read this morning that yes. uh, not that I've ever, well, I'll ask you this. Have you okay. ever been to a ballet? Yes. Yes, I have. Did you enjoy it? I did quite thoroughly, actually, yes. Is there any body checking in a ballet? <laughs> no, no. You just occasionally to break up the monotony of the dancing? You mean like violence? Yes. Let's do, well, maybe a fight. Maybe an occasional <laughs> fight, like Someone, a hockey match. you know, knocked off their feet. Yes, that uh, was, yes. That kind of, no, that never happens in a ballet that I'm aware of. So you enjoyed that, huh? I did actually. Of course, I'm I'm like, you know, if it's a live performance of basically anything, I'm I find it enjoyable. Live music, doesn't matter who's playing, doesn't matter really what they're playing, I like it. Hold it, uh, hold if, it, hold what, it. What? This program's live and you don't enjoy it that much. <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> You're saying there has to be a little entertainment involved. That's exactly right. I yes. see. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, like live theater, uh, if you go like to see a Broadway show or if you see any of the uh, touring companies uh, in who come to Evansville, that's that's usually entertaining. Uh, and, and dance was also, you know, I enjoyed the ballet. It was fun. But this program. Yeah. You're not enjoying so much. Is that what you're the, saying? The entertainment value in this program is such that even if it were like live <laughs> in person with a studio audience, 
yeah, we'd still need a laugh track, and they'd still boo and hiss. Could we have body checking, though? We could have body checking. Yes. Cliff. Yes. It's been a little harsh on you, I think, on the text line. I, I'm, I wasn't aware that my personal choices for entertainment would have such a personal effect on so many dudes. There's been a bunch of them on there. I mean, a bunch. Yeah, I know. Well, Cliff, our Take It to the Bank is going to be yeah. about the Mars Candy Company. What else could it be? You see, I candy. read this morning that 70,000 yeah. snacks we will have in our lifetime. Okay. Which is rather rather low, I think, for me. But I looked yeah, at that's a that's an understatement for you. Very much so. That's a warm up for you. It, that's a good Saturday night. But anyway <laughs> I looked up Mars and what they own, candy wise. Okay. Yeah. Now I knew they owned the Wrigley's gum stuff, but I don't care about the gum. Okay. Right, they own just gum. They own M and M's, Snickers, yeah. of course the Mars bar. Yeah. Three Musketeers, Dove, Milky Way, and Twix. Okay. And there's something that they don't want you to do with their candy bars. Some oh, really? place they don't want you to ever put their candy bars. <laughs> and they've made a statement about it, Cliff. Well, okay. And we'll tell you what that statement is when we take it to the bank. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. And there's a place that you're not supposed to put a candy bar, according to the Mars Candy Company, that makes a whole bunch of candy yeah. bars. I can think of several places, but maybe not all from them. Well, they say, Cliff, they do not approve whatsoever of you or I or anyone else yes. sticking any of their candy bars in a deep fryer and frying that candy bar. <laughs> And do you know why they don't like that, Cliff? Uh, why would they not like that? And they would like for you to stop doing it. Because doing that doesn't fit with their promotion of healthy living. <laughs> they make candy bars. I know. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's, it's hard to tell the doctor that, uh, you know, that three musketeers I eat six of a day. <laughs> Mars says that's a healthy alternative here. <laughs> I mean, the Mars bar, it has eight grams of fat. <laughs> now, you're and saying that like it's bad, is it? 69 grams of carbohydrate. Yeah, it's all bad. Oh. There's nothing good about it. <laughs> healthy eating. That's what they say. So don't take our healthy snack and make it unhealthy by sticking it in a deep fryer. All of that, <laughs> you can take straight to the bank. Oh, my. With a smile and a chuckle on your face, too. Yeah. Well, be safe and make good choices and let the lazy boy adventure begin this afternoon. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Well, before we do the phrases of the day, I'd like to just publicly thank Kobe, who messaged me on privately on our social, on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning, uh -huh. is that he had gotten a new fart app for his phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, I got to know what the name of that is because I might want it too. And he actually has three. And one of them is called... I fart. <laughs> the electronic fart app. <laughs> it's a dollar ninety nine. I'm downloading it right now. So we'll. And he says his wife really loves them. So here we go. Alrighty then. And some fart apps on our phone. Phrases of the day. Start with number three. The Fabio of West Salem, Illinois, <laughs> which is our friend Walter. Of course. <laughs> number two. I can't eat anything that's looking at me. <laughs> I can't. 
Oh my. Morning Roadshow phrase of the day number one. Music is not a code word for vodka. <laughs> you see, Cliff, how the entertainment yeah. level came up when you started talking about apps? It, well, or, or farts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.